0: universe kicking out the old bringing in the new with only six and a half minutes left in what this year was the year after the year that we left love on the cutting room floor or was it the year of blue dream or could it just have been the year before the year i finally get my shit together no it's not that year That year still feels like it's a few, if not many years away. But having uh, no sense of really what the future holds anymore, well, I thought, I mean, I don't know if I had this thought originally, so maybe I stole the idea of looking back on the past year and seeing what was the best and worst of the years that in 5 minutes and 45 seconds will come to an end. That, my friends, that, my universal uh, trough of love pigs, that's where we're headed. So if you don't feel like getting muddy, well, climb out of the sty now, because we're going to get dirty. Pause. Um, I would like to take this opportunity to officially apologize for myself for the last minute and 20 seconds of behavior. I guess when you're saying goodbye to one of the year's or worst years of all time, it's hard not to feel drunk with excitement, but I'm not drunk, but I should get high, so pause, and wouldn't you know it, but we're at 234 seconds until the year, hmm, when, what will 2024 bring first? Well, it's going to bring a Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl championship. We can say that much. Pause. I'm okay, well, the cascading acceleration of fireworks makes me think that we are seconds away from saying goodbye to 2023. Or, as I like to call it, the year uh, the universe decided to karmically kick me back in the For all the shit I pulled throughout my life. Which is part of what we'll get to when we go through the best of what last year had to offer. Pause. Oh, happy... Oh, not yet. Shit. Could it be now? No. How about now? No. Because it is... Now. Happy New Year to everybody that uh, cares about stuff like that. As of January 1st, the day that it is now, I say... You still don't love yourself enough. So if you're going to make one New Year's resolution this year, resolve to finding a more mm, loving embrace for your presence in this universe, especially for the real you that still hasn't found enough footing to come out and show the rest of us how wonderful you are. That person is the person you need to love the most. Pause. All right, I'm pause. So I gave you roughly nine seconds there to figure out that whole self-love conundrum uh, that hampered this uh, exiting year. Uh, Got it solved? Uh Uh-huh. Well, uh, that sounds like an excuse. So let's get back to work. Pause. Okay, the first uh, twelve, almost thirteen minutes of the year that became the year we all remember the most. Well, <clears throat> I have to admit, um, having a little trouble with the uh, flame here. Oh, we're getting a little hotter here. Things are warming up. Looking like things are gonna get hot. Oh, I'm gonna pause. I'm pause, pause. Okay. Well. I can say the first 15 minutes of this year uh, are unlikely to be my best 15 minutes of the year. And if they prove to be, well then, I assume that means I'm going to perish here in the next few minutes. So, for my own eulogy, I would like to say that I was the kind of guy who was willing to admit that he might just die rather than relive the last 15 minutes of life. Well, um, I guess that proves I'm high enough. Okay, five minutes in. Sorry for uh, ending last year with such a thud and opening this year with such a dud, but I believe, like a cow chewing his cud, well, we can get out of the mud and turn this dud into a rosebud. Now... How much further should that rhyming have gone? Well, no further. That's why I've said au revoir. Um, Hello, France. Okay. Why you shouldn't be listening to this, I think, has gotten to be more topically critical than ever. Because what the fuck is going on, world, that you're all downloading so many episodes of my recordings... I'm concerned about your overall psyche. This was a project intended to reach what I can only call the most minute of limited audiences. And whatever uh, promotion is being done behind my back about uh, finding new um, listeners who are engaging at a level of unexpected fervor, well, I do not, uh, <clears throat> I do not want, nor do I need, any adulation or, um, or, <clears throat> what? I can't imagine that An audience for this beyond an extremely niche group of disenchanted um, and uncertain, unfulfilled, yet still looking for a spark to engage. Well, it seems like those people would have already found like Lex Friedman and one of his cognitive science deep dives and figured their shit out, right? So, again, I just, I try to think of what clown college graduate who, with their certificate ...from the Bartending Academy... ...and a business card that says... ...Traveling Philosopher... ...well, okay... ...that guy... ...because there's no female that would have that... ...resume... ...but that guy... ...maybe... ...maybe that guy listens... ...but, man... ...if I'm talking to that guy... ...well, certainly I don't want him to have my email address... ...so... ...but hello, guy... How did uh, last year go for you? I assume you're either an anonymous 'er ne'er-do-well or Donald J. Trump, but either way, hello and welcome to the solidarity hour of me pairing up with you to say hello and how uncomfortable would looking back on last year be for us. Well, see... So, since the idea of an audience inherently wrecks the dialogue, well, I guess I just have to let go of the idea that anybody's listening. Because frankly, if it's anybody, it's the Mossad first, the JV Mossad second, the Mossad in training third, the Mossad Junior Corps, fourth. I would say that would be then the Mossad Boy and Girl Scouts of Israel, fifth. And then the Mossad Rotary Club, sixth. I would guess the Mossad Book Club, seventh. And since eight is enough, I'd say it would be the Mossad Grandmothers. Group, 8th. But, it seems like they would have already realized that I'm not worth their time. I mean, they are the most sophisticated intelligence apparatus on the planet. So that really just leaves me thinking it's accidents. Download button, what does this do? Click. Um. But, if it's less accidental and with some level of intent that I can't register or acknowledge as um, as scientifically valid from the point of view of this uh, relative observer. Well, <clears throat> let's get past my own chagrin and just agree to pretend you don't exist. But it's not that I don't encourage your blooming existence into a reality of complete fulfillment for yourself. I just, again, think as you are navigating the potential data points that you may encounter on your journey toward fulfillment, any level of discourse here should be minimized. I am nothing but the biggest advocate on the planet for you discovering yourself through adventuring through the world to find out what you're great at and what you're even better at. And to spend as much time as you can finding the place on this planet that you know you were born to make a difference. It's there for all of us. And the one place I don't think any of it will be found, is listening to me. Pause. I'm boss. So then, what the fuck, man? Why are you even doing this? Says my other self to the self that was currently talking to you. Well, self one. If self two has the opinion that this has no value for others, that doesn't necessarily dismiss the potential value it could have for, say, dogs, or himself, or what? Chihuahuas? Those are dogs. Okay. How about Gila Monsters? No, how about um, Komodo Dragons? They, I believe, could get a lot out of these recordings. But... The audience of myself, and potentially one delusional schizophrenic who I used to be friends with a while ago, but have since had a falling out. Those two people, me being one of them, so speaking of myself in the objective is always somewhat NBA player-ish. But me, myself, and I, along with Lily, Lily May, and Lily May E., well, that um, uncomfortable jacuzzi of disconnected realities, well, see, that I can understand having value here. But for the rest of you, let's just talk through the things that you're probably forgetting. Number one, you woke up today without really having a simple goal of how you were going to make your day go well, And then what that goal looked like so that you could achieve it. And at the end of the day, say, hey, look, I did a pretty good job with the day that went well for me. And then keep stacking that shit up, right? And two, you just don't love yourself enough. And how do I know that? Because you can't tell me that the best you is manifesting on this planet right now. Because somewhere in there, you just don't believe you're worth it. And I'm here to help you absolve yourself of these delusions and walk into the reality where, goddamn right, you're the best thing in the universe that's ever manifested. And this whole thing is about you and your fulfillment at the highest possible level so that your soul is marked forever across eternity with this experience on earth. And if that sounds like too much for you, well, then you should go discover body rate because I think you'll like her a lot. <clears throat> All right, I'm pause. Um, you know, I better freshen up one thing here. Hang on, pause. All right, I'm pause. Last thing before we do the look back on the year of uh, disjointed realities that included the Nuggets winning a championship. I mean, for fuck's sake. The Nuggets won the NBA championship? Did the Rockies win the... No, no, of course not. Okay. Well then, I mean, yeah, it sounds fucked up, but if the Rockies had won, then I'd say you have an argument for it's a simulation, but we're holding off, holding off with just a Nuggets win, but it's a clear indicator that shit's gone wrong, that's for sure. So... For everyone else in the country, except those of us who live in Denver, of course, that's in the negative column. But for those of us in Denver who got to witness what was easily the uh, the yin of the Bronco season's yang, um, for everything I can say negative about Russell Wilson, I can say the same things positive about Nicola Uh, Jokic. So, what are you going to do? Life's all about balance, right? And since I sit in the center of Tranquility Pond on top of a mountainscape where the wind never blows, well, if I see the Nuggets go like that, you're going to expect the Broncos to go like that. So, on the negative list, go Russell Wilson's Denver Broncos. And did they... Ever exit the league in the oh, so uh, you're still here? I thought you left like two weeks ago. Oh, no, no, we're we're uh, we're even gonna test out a new quarterback just to see uh, see what that goes like. Well, I don't even know what got me back into watching football. Well, actually, I do family camaraderie, but oh. Can't my family go back to playing board games? Okay, so as it goes last year, I don't think I saw a single Rockies game, and I'm 90% sure I only saw one abs game. So can't really say I was a big fan of those two teams in town, nor have I ever rooted for soccer or lacrosse or any of that other uh, pseudo-sport. But tennis, there was some outstanding tennis played this year. The men's tennis level... Now that they've adapted to the new speed and power of the game, and the shot making that gets um, regularly tossed around in point after point, um, it it's as it's as big a leap in um, in fan um, appreciation as watching what the skill of the receiving position in football at the professional level has become with one-handed catches and tightrope catches on the sideline or every kind of body contortion you can imagine. Because as one generation grows up expecting themselves to be able to achieve at that level, well, then they do. And who knows what 20 years from now it's going to look like with tennis and the game, the speed and finesse that comes with the power of the new racket technology. Oh, my God. (sighs) I'll barely be able to watch the TV without having a heart attack because I'll be 75 and shit. All right. So um, the level of sporting achievement um, dazzles me whenever I check in. So that is one of the reasons this was a great year. All right. So let's pick off some of these negatives. Um, AT&T. I am paying $91 a month for cell phone service and internet service and I do use my phone as my full internet including using it to pipe in for Wi-Fi whenever I need to use a laptop which is rare anymore. So 91 bucks for all of my uh, utilities and communication covered is probably about as good as I can do except that I can do better, and the service is so mediocre. <clears throat> and um, I have call after call after call to my number is for whoever used to owe my phone number, and we're talking now a year. And they are uh, collected on, call from jail. I mean, you name it. It's just half my phone calls are uh, calls from numbers that are looking for somebody, not me. So I don't know why AT&T would throw uh, numbers like that right into the pile without throwing out a three-month announcement that this phone number is no longer valid. But yeah, it's as if I picked up somebody's phone in a parking lot and just started using it and then taking all the calls that they were getting. So since that hasn't stopped, well... AT&T, you made my fucking negative list. Now, every single phone company has made my negative list. Verizon made it. T-Mobile made it. Now AT&T has made it. So I guess, in a way, AT&T, you closed the trifecta. But to say that I don't look at the Verizon ads salivating, thinking, fuck, man, for like 10 bucks more a month, I could have four phones. Well, I do. And sooner or later, AT&T, your $91 of overpriced phone service will no longer be tenable. Like, maybe next month. Pause. All right. Uh, Unpause. Taking another one off the negatives list. I lost a fucking tennis racket this year. Like, lost it leaving the court. I had it. Getting home, I didn't. So somewhere, riding my bike home from the tennis court, which is seven blocks away, I lost a tennis racket without realizing it. It is still... As shocking a thing to have happened to me as I can explain or I I cannot explain as happened all last year. I lost a fucking tennis racket. So, in addition, I lost my dog Phoebe, who had to be put down in August, and I lost my cat Frankie, who had to be put down just a couple weeks ago. So, those were three big losses. Not to equate the loss of my pets with a tennis racket. But, you know, with the cat, yeah. Pause. I'm paused. Okay, so this isn't funny. Sorry to be laughing. But it took me a while to finally find where I wrote, um, had to put down Frankie, which admittedly is a very wordy way to have addressed putting my cat down. But, On a list filled with things that went wrong this year, I thought of all the things. I mean, that just happened. There's no way I left that off the list. So when I found it, I'm like, okay, I'm not a terrible person. Okay, let's take a couple off the good list. Um, Oh, well, I don't know if this is good or not, but it's good for me. I have a woodpecker. I've never, ever, ever, except one other time in Connecticut or Massachusetts or possibly like New Hampshire possibly, but um, I saw a woodpecker one time out there on the East Coast. Other than that, I've never seen a woodpecker until this year when a woodpecker visited my backyard for about a week and then disappeared for a couple of months, then came back and has been regularly visiting the property ever since, off and on. I haven't seen him for like a month, but I did see him a month ago or even three weeks ago. And admittedly, he was woodpeckering the side of the house, but whatever, it's a woodpecker. It's like Woody Woodpecker. It's like having an owl visit. Frankly, if an owl wants to move into the second bedroom, it can. I won't tell it no, you know, as long as it's a cool owl. But even an uncool owl, well, like like a dorky owl with the glasses and the professor hat, maybe not. Pause. Unpause. Okay, another thing in the positive column are all of the amazing bike acquisitions I made this year. I'll admit I went a little overboard, but when all of the bike acquisitions were as prime and uh, low-hanging fruit as they were, well, there will be a bike sale come spring. Now that I've decided which four to keep out of the eleven I still have, but yeah, it was a fun year in bike, um, bike, um, hobbying, I guess. Or, um, boy, I can't come up with a clever pun here. So, I'll just say, uh, anybody looking for a $100 bike? Because, boy, do I have some good deals. Pause. Unpause. <clears throat> okay, so I will admit that there's not a whole lot more on the positive list other than some, uh, well, I mean, there's a lot more uh, on the negative list of Uh, activities and actions and evidence from last year. So I'm going to knock off one on the negative list, go back to one on the positive list, then I think I might just knock off all of the rest of the negatives, followed by all the positives, because obviously energetically we want to end everything on a positive note, and in essence, even though I'm about to name two to one negatives to positives, I still think this year was a positive year overall. Which, two weeks ago, I certainly wouldn't have thought was even a possibility when thinking back on this year. So, that's another reason to end with the positive. But negative, well, I kind of touched on the story a little bit, and I never really covered it entirely. So, (laughs) I was accused this year of shoplifting at Walmart. Which... I was not doing, and fortunately I haven't shoplifted anywhere for a couple of years. And I do mean a couple of years because I quit shoplifting basically the October before I started recording. Because (laughs) until then, the gouging of our entire existence was never something I was above deciding I could just grab this drink mix and put it in my pocket, which is not something I'm proud of by any means, but easily justified until I purged it as the final sin or, um, hmm, um, dishonorable behavior of which I, I don't care what my excuses were. I simply have to be better than that. If I have to live in a world where shoplifting is a must, then I should be clamoring for better circumstances that don't force me to steal items I need. If I'm stealing gratuitously, well, then I need an immediate fucking soul check as to what the fuck that's for. And if it's just because this is my little silent protest against the man, then that's not good enough. And if it's my Secondarily, silent protest against an entire financial system that's rigged against us, that's still not good enough. And if it's, thirdly, a personal vendetta against an ex-employer to whom I am forever hmm, cosmically disjointed, well, that's not even an excuse. So, the point is, I finally stopped Pretending that some sort of Robin Hood esque initiative was even reasonable, and came to the stark reality that I was cavalier and arrogant in my approach to what otherwise I was very sincere about feeling were community standards of which I would expect myself and everyone else to try and abide. Now, Are you stealing baby formula because you can't afford to feed your kid? Frankly, I'll help you. But those were not my excuses. So I had to stop. And so I did. Fortunately, (laughs) I did this uh, before being accused of illicit behavior by Walmart. Because with the frequency that an item or two might leave the store unpaid for in my possession, well, there's no question I'd be caught by now. No question. The um, behavior that got me, that they were suspecting me for, was not much. It was literally the frustration of picking up a few random items as I was remembering what was on my list that I had forgotten And then getting to the front and realizing the line was so fucking out of control that I didn't even have time. There was no fucking way to even... I was like, uh, I wish I'd have noticed that when I walked in or I wouldn't have wasted all this fucking time trying to remember a list I don't remember. Started to put my items back and then decided, fuck this, Walmart can put them back. And threw all my shit down on one shelf and walked out. And that was enough to get the front, like door guy to come out of his little closet and stop me personally and say, I want to search your bag. I think you're stealing or something of this nature to which I'm like, are you joking? If you didn't have such poor, uh, customer service, I'd be waiting in line to buy items, but no, I'm simply leaving the store unsatisfied. Help yourself to my bag. He said, well, you have to open it for me. I said, I do. Why is this? You're the one requesting to see inside of it. Look, there is nothing in there that I'm hiding. And it's weird that this whole thing was happening without me even once having a sense that I was being observed or um, judged of any kind. Like, I had no ill intent. I was just pissed off that I had wasted time gathering items ultimately to decide to leave them behind. And I've never been back to this Walmart. Of course that's the only thing I could say is I'm oh, I will never be back here. Ugh, stupid. But what it really said to me is it's just even now that I walk in and out of a store without even remotely thinking about stealing something. But for half a year after that Um, decision to never do it again. There were times when I'm like, fuck, why am I not? This is bullshit. Look at what the price of this is. Every level of justification came into my head to say, uh, what's $800,000 worth of shrink compared to $800,000 and four worth of shrink? Um, And the everybody's doing it in California arguments, I mean, uh, it's up to you how much of your soul you're willing to let slide into a space you know is transient. You want stability as an individual with a destiny and a fulfilled purpose? Those voices, while they may shout in your head, they get shouted down by the side of you that knows better. This isn't always something you'll be able to do. But you've got to strive to be the best version of you whenever you can. And if you know there's something in your hmm, justification bucket that's slippery, well, it might be time to just let that little excuse out of your life and change your behavior for the better. So that when Walmart stops you at the door, you can go, Fuck yeah, search my bag, motherfucker. But any other time... I'd be uh, getting, what, a trespassing or a ticket to Golden? Who knows? But more trouble than anything is worth. But nothing compared to letting myself degrade bit by bit by doing something I know I'm better than. Pause. pause. All right, so this one... <laughs> well, it's official, so now I now I don't have to worry about jinxing myself. But this is the first year I can think of since I was uh, 16. Well, no, 15, well, 16. Okay, this is the first year in almost 40 that I have gone 365 days without having sex. And what's funny is that there were several years that I actually set out to be... Celibate as an annual purging of my mm, my uh, my codependency, my neediness, my what, my lack of self doesn't matter. But I always knew that I wasn't going to be truly capable and strong until I wasn't um, chasing companionship. And for whatever reason, this was the year that life finally caught up to me. So while that would not make most people's good list, it by process of elimination definitely made mine. Now, if it makes it again in 2024, I guarantee you it's not going to be on the good list. Pause. Unpause. Um, okay. Um, boy, do I need some yogurt? I think I do. It is 12.55. We have 55 minutes of this year already gone by. And what have I done? Well, I've gotten thirstier and hungrier, so... Ah, uh, looks like I'm being a good American. Uh, I'm going to go get myself a big goat and some nachos. Pause. Okay. So that trip to the nacho store... Uh, took longer than expected. It's now 11.59 on the 1st of January. So, essentially, it's 24 hours later. And mostly because I started watching some football. And then I went to my parents. And then I was making a quesadilla. And then, you know... And another thing that I don't want to talk about, but eventually, of course, I have to talk about because it happened last year. So, while the little bit of me, the Tinkerbell-sized part of me that says, I don't want to talk about that shit, knows it has to talk about that shit, that little Tinkerbell-sized part of me was a very persuasive part of telling me today to watch more football rather than get to this recording. But I swore that I would do this recording today, so at 11.59, really, I was out of excuses. So, here we are. I'm sure with that introduction, you can't wait to hear what comes next. Ha! Well, wait you will, boss. i boss. Okay, I don't mean to play silly games with the time continuum of realities in constant flux, mine versus yours versus all the clones. But as we gather ourselves on this, the now second day of the year that, what, the true orbit of Venus was uh, revealed? Is that happening this year? I don't remember. But whatever this year is, and you can call it any year you want, I will call it the year of triumph, meaning that little sports car. I love those things. So when I think of this year, I will think of two seater, oil leaking, carburetor chugging. Was that a British sports car? Triumph? I think it was. Anyway, mm, but you, you should be thinking of ways that you still talk yourself out of believing that you're worth it. Every time you hear a voice in your head say, Oh, that's too good for me, or I don't deserve that, or I'll never be able to, or blah, blah, blah. No, mm, yeah, no, 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 no. No, No, the voice in your head should be saying something like, Either, ah, <sighs> it does feel good to have transcended so far into the ethereal goodness of my soul that I no longer care about that Acura commercial I'm seeing on the television, or, you know, I drive a car, but I'd rather drive an Acura. So, what do I need to do to bring an Acura into my life? Well, first I'd have to stop feeding my children. Oh! Then I don't think I want an Acura as much as I thought I did. That's um, generally how the world works, and that is also not a very fair indicator of people's frustrations right now about trying to find something of value, something of of actual worth to pursue with their life, rather than an upgrade from, say, a Ford Focus to an Acura Integra. While that's not even really an upgrade in the cosmic chain of events, um, it can be a perceived sense of progress for somebody whose life is stalled. And so again, I want to encourage you to think, well, because you have a nicer couch doesn't mean you have a better life. And the rare instances in which an upgrade of your furniture is actually an improvement in your overall life Uh, mostly include people from, like, times when they were living in rocks. So what you're doing with your living room is never going to be soul-filling. It is just going to be a distraction to keep you from thinking through what it is that you should be doing to fill that soul. So that's all I'm going to say. you got a lot of fucking time. It's only the second day of the year. It's not like I'm telling you you're already behind on this. But if I know you, (laughs) yeah, you're probably already behind. But loving yourself more in 2024 than you ever have before, that would be a reasonable and achievable New Year's resolution. Because to do that, well, you kind of got to become a better person so that you can say, yeah, I like myself more. I'm a better person now than I was on the 2nd of January say sometime in October, November, or even December next year. I mean this year. You know that year thing, it gets slippery at this time of year. But point is, in 11 months, how hard would it be for you to say you love yourself more on that day than you do today? What do the next 11 months look like to get you there? Mine just look like a whole lot of living. But what do yours look like? And if there's something simple that you've been putting off that would give you a chance to find a more fulfilling place on this planet, maybe you need to spend more time this year volunteering with people who are in need. Maybe this is the year you decide to actually take the plunge and have children in spite of the economic landscape. Well, no, I can't even recommend that. I don't know. I wouldn't have kids right now, but maybe you should. Our lives are not entangled. We are not... Uh, what, it, what is it when two particles are... I don't know. We are not each other's journey. And as much as I can speak to my own successes, achievements, and failures overcome here, well, that's just my story. There's nothing here necessarily... For you to relate to. But to find who you are, to fully embrace that person and come to love them across eternity. And then turn that soul loose on the current state of humanity. Well, yeah, I mean, (laughs) shit, man, you do that. I expect you to start a fucking podcast. I say that much. Pause. Unpause. All right. So let's address the... Um, the large bird-like creature in the corner of the room that nobody seems to want to talk about. Nobody meaning me because nobody else is here other than, hey, is John Tooth still here? Did he leave? Yeah, he left. So, I'm the only one here. So, anybody avoiding a topic matter, well, it probably, just by the logical deduction, is me. And... This uh, stalling out, I know, it has been happening since Friday, because I do not want to talk about this, and I feel the further I get away from it, which at this point is all of seven weeks, well, the less um, I care to understand it, or even um, find... Uh, resolution in a what is right now comfortable enough zone of uh, ignorance to just lay low and let it go. And uh, I'm speaking to the uh, entanglement that does exist in this reality between myself and who I call the guardian angel, who is someone I met uh, 16 and a half months ago. And uh, ceased communications of all kinds one and a half months ago. And don't really understand anything that happened in the 15 months between to uh, land all these positions as they sit now. And much like a lot of my life in this 12, 15 year run, I'm okay not having that resolve beyond leaving a huge question mark as to what and who I should trust in this universe, including my own instinct. So it's not like the fallout didn't leave damage that has caused me to redress my um, my inner child's enthusiastic joy toward... Uh, Um, life? I don't know. None of that can really reduce, so... Um, I don't really think this event has changed me. While it's made me more cautious in the last seven weeks, that's just reactive caution. I'm still... A very, uh, did you want to jump out of a plane today? Because, I mean, if you're talking about doing that airplane parachute thing, I could be talked into it right now. Um, so, what happened to me is I got a whole bunch of, um, reflexive insight into what a douchebag like me was like to have to deal with when it came to... Um, letting people down who were building emotional um, bridges toward me. Those um, those fissures between myself and previous interests, as it were, of the opposite sex, were self-induced, completely uh, ground in my own self-interest, and mostly led to further and further distance between me and a version of myself that I could ever claim I loved. And having washed myself clean of those um, components of my life, I never um, was subjected to the viewpoint of the people I most let down other than nuclear family, but those issues are so staticky that they don't count as what having your system turned upside down at a time when you thought you were starting to line it right side up can do. And the self-doubt that it instills in another is the lesson learned here. How much it's not that what you took, it's what you left behind that stains what has to be unwound next. That is the overreach that for which there is karmic kickback. And, well, I'm not saying I've paid my price, or that my uh, bill is completely paid. I really don't know. But I do know that I've come to embrace how much we do to each other in our interactions of emotional trust that we enable and then start to build and, if ever I get my fucking shit together, work toward some level of completion. But having only gotten into the well, what are we building here? Phase to let people down. I'm not one to speak about some of those mature emotional states. But the reason I'm washing all of this clean is I expect more karmic kickback is coming my way. I don't think my obstacles when it comes to relational um, uh, hmm, energies flowing freely without ego has been um, developed isn't even fair because it is so early in its conception that every opportunity to even realize it is growth. I am learning all the time how to be the type of selfless giving entity this universe most needs. But to say that I'm at all good at it, I mean, shit, man, I'm not good at anything, especially that. Pause. Unpause, all right. That Sumo Grande may help me um, not be so... Uh, what? <coughs> Disinteresting? <coughs> Pause. Mm. So, I only speak all this because obviously I feel a need to justify my own uh, space-time continuum existence as the one that it is in its growth and learning form from 'er ne'er-do-well to to, uh, just glad to be learning uh, things about myself that make me feel like I'm... Improving my opportunities to do well by my fellow humans. But expecting myself to grade out as some sort of master of anything or even a student of level um, uh, 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 self-realization, none of that. I am constantly stubbing my toe misspeaking a thought that I figured out earlier but now can't even remember, and then having to relearn what it is that I taught myself last year that now is applicable before I forget how to apply this lesson to the thing that I should have known all along. And I'm okay with all that, because there are still more moments of me Having been prepared for a moment and enacting that moment as the new me in a way that I am completely satisfied with, that all the discombobulation just is, as I like to think of it, an accelerated class toward ways I still can improve. And never will I ever think that I've achieved some level of. Got it all now. It just doesn't have any place in my concept of self. I will always believe that there's something about me that can be better. And it's with that attitude that I've really uh, come away from 2023 thinking, well, how can this be the worst year of my life? Yeah, I went through all that emotional turmoil for maybe the first and last time, but... I selected it, number one, clearly selected it. I was never misled to think that other outcomes weren't, were inevitable or even possible. And everything else about it was a sequence of contradicting my better instincts. So, what I really learned this year is how much I can be mesmerized by the shiny new thing so much that I forget how much I've worked to build the self I am who knows how to uh, work through some of the elemental problems that used to derail me without pause. And while this year gave me a complete head check to say, oh, are you sure about all that shit? Maybe you're not as advanced as you think. Well, that, plus a back kick of karma from life lived ungloriously previously, that alone allows this year to become something of greater value than just, well, the Rockies sucked. There's no... There's no day-to-day or even activity occurrence that can compare to gaining enough grounding about yourself to have pegged your ego down a notch or two in a way that you didn't even see it coming. So these are course corrections that you could have blindly just been walking past thinking they don't exist until you had to face them for... (laughs) <laughs> for the challenges that they truly were and the learning therein is enormous it's it's it it takes everything i did from 2004 to 2008 well 2007 and make it feel <laughs> um and make it feel misdirected as as a person in this universe, I couldn't have slated myself less uh, victory than I did with the simple, ignorant, self loathing, lifeless husk I became as I lost faith in myself and humanity up until about 2012. So, that is 20 minutes worth of shit I didn't even know we were going to talk about. Fuck. Plus, the first part's already 35 minutes long. Should I just save this? Sh- nope, we're going to get through this list, but let's do it quick. I've talked about the hardest shit on the list, so I don't give a damn about the rest of it. And then we got to talk about why this was a great year. And then i got to say, if you're still listening, why? Even now, if you're still listening, why? Seriously, did you listen to that last part? All of it? Or did you skip to this part? Hoping to find my list and thinking, well, maybe the list will be interesting, but if you can't even fucking find it, then why am I listening to any of this shit? Well, I agree with you, but guess what? It was the last page in the pile, so I must have put my pile up there, upside down. But, all right, what else is on the negative list? All right, this year, I'm just going to go right up the list. Okay, money still exists. Yes, that sucks. I was hoping this would be the year that money would go away, but it's still here. So maybe next year, maybe this year. Okay, what else? Um, Now, some of you may think, well, how does that make your list of shit that went wrong this year? Okay, fair, fair. Because it's not like I put on here, um, sunburns still exist. But, you know, that sucks. Um, At least for me. I don't know about the rest of you. You might not get sunburned. But I do. And they still exist. So that's not on my list. But money still exists is? Well, did you think money was going away? Well, kind of. Yeah, I'm kind of planning on that. But again, I may make terrible plans. So that's why I tell people, you do you while I do me. And we'll just see each other at the end and figure out who thinks what went where. But until then, really, um, do not look at my rule book. You'll just think I'm playing the game backwards. So when I say money still exists, you say, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, it does. All right. Um, Okay, Frankie bled all over the house. Like, my cat bled all over the house. And when I cleaned it all up, I even saw the extent that I hadn't really realized. But that part of this year sucked. Um, And I've already mentioned the uh, loss of my pets, so those are accounted for. Um... There was... uh, What is that? don't know. So we'll move to this. Trans men and the movement toward um, misidentifying with yourself in this reality. Um, Something I can certainly appreciate in the mental sense, but have no real concept for physically. I've never felt like I should be a woman. I've never felt like I didn't have the right even body. I just... Never felt like I... I kind of felt like I wish I was ambidextrous, I guess. But, I mean, that's not what we're talking about here. And what makes me sad is I believe that as we've become a society where an individual can basically live their life without really speaking a word to another human... They can live a virtual reality that may mean nobody ever has heard their voice, but only seen them in digital form. Now, that's extreme, obviously, but the, what I see as somebody who has always felt like that, um, that condition of, of dissociation from your own reality, that you feel like you are the wrong sex that you need to actually do something about it and become the sex you were manifested to be because living as an awkward other sex has caused you to completely detach from your reality of the universe. And then to go through the process to mutilate your body, and I use that word because you cannot rearrange your body from one gender to the other without hacking it apart with knives and clamps. That's the truth. So, for me, there are still people who demanded to go that far. And I thought, well, more power to you. But they were one in 10 million, or one in a million, or one in 15 million, I don't know. I'm not a, an actuary. But the numbers were mo- minor. Minor. Minor enough that there was a single clinic in the entire world, and now there are 140 gender reassignment uh, facilities, I don't believe they qualify as any medical clinic, in the United States alone. And firstly, this is enormously concerning that it's a result of some fuckery by some fucking people who don't want to fucking admit what they're up to. Like fucking with something we don't want them fucking with. But since that's a little unwound and hard to pin down, um, the idea about the isolation of the individual well, see, that has more footing, because that allows you to lose yourself inside a vertical of just you. Now, of course, there will be some level of cross-interaction of concern, thought, or motivations, or inner dialogue of some level of rapport with your own sense of what's right and wrong in this universe, but if you are allowed to take hold of yourself in the victimhood that you're pushed toward in this current version of society, well, I think you can feel like it's not just that you're not understood, it's that the universe got you wrong. That The fundamental playbook you arrived with is gibberish. And the only corrective element you have the control to enact is to rewrite that rulebook. Irrelevant. Well, irrelevant was a terrible choice of transition word there. Regardless of the consequences it may force in the natural order of things as they always have and always will be. Now, that doesn't make me think you don't have your right to do that. I absolutely believe you do. But in the numbers of people who are finding that solution to be the viable path to fulfillment for them at, Vulnerable points of reflection in life scares me. It's a huge step toward a life of dependency on the pharmaceutical industry. And nothing do I hold in lower contempt than the motivations of the people who are paid drug dealers, legally paid by things like our taxes. I don't think they have our best intentions always in mind, and as such, worry that they see something like a confused 17-year-old as a patient for life, if they can just Hook them on the right medical procedure. Now, I know that's cynical. It is. Because that removes the agency of the individual and their claim to a future that they see as the one fit for them. Right? It does. Because this world is filled with triggers to get you to think something about yourself that you're inadequate That you're incomplete, that you're not worth it, that you don't deserve it, that you are not equipped correctly. And while this may happen one out of 10,000 million times, I mean rare, like there might be 12 of you on the planet, but maybe only four, I do know it happens, where the wrong body and soul end up flip-flopped. But man, you would know that from the time you got here. And it wouldn't just be about your gender, it would be about the entire cosmic signaling the universe was giving you. And usually you stand out so much in that role that you can't help but be noticed. So, those of you who are just uh, unsettled and unsure that there's anything of recovery available in a universe filled with so much stuff, what emptiness, that this, as drastic as it may be, is a measure worth taking. I won't ever stop you from pursuing that which you have drawn a line against which fulfillment for your life means this. Okay. Then pursue it. You're the one involved. It's your life. And what may or may not be motivating the universe doesn't matter if you know what's motivating you. If you can look back in 50 years and always know this was the right decision because this is who I am, well then, welcome to the club. I cannot wait to meet you in person, even the new you. Because you're my kind of person. You know what your life and your internal soul aligned look like. For everybody else, well, at least give yourself some time to walk that path again. And make sure that this time you walk it confidently. So you make a decision that you know is right for you. Because these decisions... Earlier and earlier in life, as I see it, from my point of view, well, they get harder and harder to make. My life was easy. Like, way easy. Shit like it's over. But, it, you know, until right now, it's been nothing but some Candyland and some candy canes and probably some other candy. But not like that Sex and Candy song. Uh, a little bit like that. Okay, on to the next thing. <clears throat> golf. I didn't play golf this year. I got out once, and uh, that doesn't get it done. So, on to the next one. Um, What is that? Michael Bush. Oh, yeah. So, I've never brought this guy up, but the HR director at my last job once... He touched me inappropriately and I called him on it. Basically, my life at my job from there on sucked. Coincidence? Probably. But I bring his name up specifically because, yeah, he's a d- disappointment. Okay, world events. That's an easy one. I've never been... in in a year that felt more chaotic on the global scale. I've also never been in a year where I felt that chaos was reflexive of the energy that I, in some indirect but direct enough connection, to feel the reverberation and participating in. So, I'm not saying it's not across the entire world for everybody, but there's no doubt I'm pulled in. The world events are now my events. And I feel that way as this new year turns as much as I feel anything. Pause. All right. All right. Tinnitus. This is the worst year of tinnitus ever. If it gets worse this year, I really will have to seek some medical possibility there. I've, I've done everything I can to try to um, mental my way out of it. And it just... It doesn't go away it's a physical phenomenon i don't know where it comes from i don't know why it intensifies i don't know why it has been especially bad in the last six to nine months and i and I mean it, it's piercing now and it just yeah i don't i don't I, so that was for sure one of the reasons that last year sucked um all right i never got to phase two of the podcast recording Uh, project that I like to call um, my it's all my fault thing. And I kind of meant to. And what really killed it is not next on the list. So I'll go all the way to the top of the list with 100 days of rain. And I've never brought up this connection that I know of. But on the day that I realized where I stood in the universe against my guardian angel. Well, for the next 100 days from there, it rained. I shit you not. And uh, that's a lot of rain, all the way from April to July. And it was, I mean, it was fucking crazy wet all the fucking time. To the point, it was, I mean, just, an. that's part of the reason I didn't play golf. Because in the peak, get my interest back in golf, months was pouring down rain all the time. I didn't even want to go practice putting, for fuck's sake. So how the uh, phase two was to roll out was uh, outside. So certainly not in the rain, which is another reason why this year I've already conceived of how it has to roll out even in the rain, which will be fine. But I hadn't figured out any of that last year at all. I was basically just fumbling my way to a result that I hadn't in any way uh, initiated some sort of uh, direction toward. So to say that I expected to get there is false. But having almost made no progress in that regard, well, this year a different uh, itinerary had to be uh, drawn up. And having done that, well, you can expect next year there won't be a no phase two part on the bad list. All right, that's not even half the fucking list, man. Should we do a good one? All right, my tennis is the best it's ever been. I've said that a lot, but it's fucking true. And it's gotten so good that I love going to play tennis to watch myself hit shots I've never hit in my life. I mean, it's fun. Out of control, which is another reason I want to get into golf, because if my golf game has improved like this, oh my God, I may never do anything but play golf for the rest of my life. Okay, why am I belching? I haven't eaten anything. I don't know, but I'll quit right now. Right, God? That was God without it, AWD. Okay. Um, um, on the bad list, a couple of uh, friends went through some shit, um, which I was participating uh, close enough to uh, feel the empath- empathy drain that it brought. Um, but... I don't mean that in a way that I didn't recover by means, but they were they were uh, they they were something I hadn't had in my life for a while. So I'm now used to allowing that energy to flow a little better. But in February, it was certainly a handicap. I lost my cousin. Um, this is my first in family death other than a grandparent. Um, so that was. Um, It wasn't unexpected. Well, it was unexpected completely, but it wasn't, um, the transition of, uh, into the afterlife that, um, that I think I don't, um, appreciate what, um, the effect and influence my cousin had on me from childhood all the way to today was, and I don't think any of that changes with him gone. I still will appreciate and always reflect upon my life um, and my cousin's impact therein whenever I check back on it. So losing him doesn't lose his influence in my life or really even change it. But losing him is impactful in the passage of time and the degradation of just who we are and what we lose as we continue to move forward. All right. Um, hey, I've already talked about that one. Sweet. Um, and break guides gone? Um, yeah. Okay. So my my uh, something guides. Oh, my dream guides are gone. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They could come back in 2024. Um, stand up. You know, that might be too much texture to get into. Why stand up is on the list. Because... That is really the true loss that occurred in 2023, or whatever year you want to call it. And I don't really want to get into all that against the open mic nights, because there's enough there to talk for a half hour. So we're going to leave those two alone and move on to um, job. Well, okay, so job is on bad and good because I quit a couple of jobs spontaneously like I do. That's not always good. Sometimes it's necessary, but it wasn't necessary in two of the cases that I did it this year. So, uh, yeah, I got to get better at that in 2024. But I also only worked as many hours as was necessary to get by with exactly the amount of money I needed. So taking five and a half months off worked out great. And there's another reason that, obviously, this can't be the worst year of my life. Fuck. Took five and a half months off to just fuck around. All right. Um, Let's see. Talked about that one. Okay, I did my dishes in the bathtub. See, I said I didn't put that on the list. But, um, okay. So, I'm not going to count that. Um, But, what is prank cards? What is that? Oh, no, those are the calls that I get from AT&T. Never mind. We don't care. We've already talked about that. Oh, the police at, uh, it wasn't 2 in the morning yet. It was like one fifty. Came into my house. Walked into my house. Two police officers in full police uniform. I was in my bedroom. I had the front door open, the back door open, and it was what, 145, 150 in the morning, because my dog, who was put down just six weeks after this incident, was hot. And even with the air conditioner running, at that time of night till about four in the morning, the coolest my house could get was to let the draft from the front door to the back door cool the whole thing down. The air conditioner was overworked at that point. I mean, this was her one relief, and she used to sit in sort of the flow of airway right outside the hall and cool off, full of tumors. I mean, her, she was dying. So I had done that that night and hadn't thought about it. I'd done this a lot. Well, two police officers standing in my living room say, we need the owner of this uh, dwelling to reveal themselves immediately. This is the Denver police. And I'm thinking, oh, holy fucking shit, what the fuck? I'm thinking, I'm getting arrested. Like, I'm thinking, I'm honestly panicking to the point I shout out, the homeowner is in his bedroom and walking out with his ID right now. No lights are on in the living room. I flip on the hall light, and one of them has his hand on his gun. Now, it's not out. But I'm clearly aware that this is a situation where I'm like, why the fuck are the police in my house? And so I happen to have my driver's license handed to the one closest to me. He looks at it, looks back at me and says, thank you. Well, one of your neighbors called and was concerned that they thought somebody had broken in and that you had been out of town for a while. So maybe we should check it out. And I'm thinking, bullshit. None of my neighbors would make that call. They'd look at my house and hope it was getting robbed and hope that I was being murdered in the process. So I know you're lying to me, Mr. Officer. None of those words came out of my mouth. All I said was, Well, I hope to meet the concerned neighbor that made such a generous gesture toward me. That's going to be great. Or some other snarky comment. But, again... Kind of like that shoplifting shit. There was nothing in my house that was, you know, of concern. And once I explained that I do this at night because it gives my dog relief and they saw my basketball-sized tumor dog, well, the incident was all of seven minutes long. But it was my fucking house and my... And police are in my living room. And... I'm just thinking... Huh. Well, again... 2023 was a weird year. And what the fuck? Nothing like that has ever happened to me. Nothing like that. Even with Lily in here. So... Oh, and that's maybe the last thing on my bad list. Purge Lily. Which is also on my good list, which makes this a great transition to everything that went right. Okay, I purged Lily out of my life. And she's been out of my life. So, I'll say that why that's bad is because the fact that I've heard nothing from her is, um, well, I'll always think the worst for somebody who creates as much chaos for themselves as she does. There's no other direction to think. So by never having a contact vent, there's just, unless I hear from her because she reaches out to me, I'll always have to just let that whole episode be gone. And that's a weird place to be with something that affected me so positively while it was, Teaching life's lessons the hard way. So, with all that churning about, that part of it I hadn't had ever even really considered, but I certainly felt throughout last year. Now, getting her out of my fucking life. Yeah, you know, my house is organized again. I know where my goddamn dishes are, I know where my silverware is, I know where my I know where everything except the shit that I have reorganized is. And it's there when I go looking for it, and it's there again when I put it back. So, yeah, she had, she had turned everything that was possible in my life that could be disrupted, Lily disrupted. So, having her gone has made me realize how much of my life I had just let slide. Because there was no room to correct it, for it was only going to break again. Having a delusional schizophrenic directly involved in your house's composition is not advice I would give you. And if anybody else gives you that advice, say, you know, there's this guy that's fucked up about almost everything, but his one thing that he swears everyone should listen to is that you never want a delusional schizophrenic to have any sort of authority in your domicile. None. Keep that shit somewhere else. Now, I'll speak a lot more about Lily as this uh, season winds down. But for now, um, Purging Lily was way more good than bad. All right. The goods. The Nuggets won the championship. Duh. Um, and, okay, I'll get into the bird signs last. Um, fly by. Oh, the flyby is one of them. Um, no murders I've already talked about. Stand up. I will get into that tomorrow or some other time. Okay, my stay in the hospital, because the care was phenomenal. Now, I forgot to mention the hospital over here, because it's on both lists. But the hospital was on the bad list, because nobody knows what happened to me. I'm still fucking without answers there. So, going into the hospital for an inflammation incident in your face that nobody can explain, and is still medically interesting enough that in my follow-up visit, they had a whole bunch more questions for me? It's like, Jesus, dude, I don't know what happened. You figure it out. Okay, um, the recordings. I got a lot more comfortable this year with my voice as it um, resonates with the things I intended to speak on and about and toward. So that has all felt like improvement. Now, that's just for my clarity. The fact that more people are listening, again, has me uh, somewhat in a panic of infiltrating a mechanism that is intended to be shrouded. Not cloaked from people's view, but in an extremely limited uh, test application in a universe that really has better things to be doing with itself. Okay, But that doesn't mean that I didn't make the personal improvements I was looking to make and didn't put them on the good list, because that's not easy for me. I tend to wander in case somebody was looking for a map. Okay, best shape ever. I am in the best shape I've ever been in. I can say that with confidence. (laughs) So, yay. Fuck, man, there's nothing else to say there except maintain it in this year, and then again in the next year, and then again... Well, that's asking a lot. But at least this year, come on, one year, I'll do my best. No promises. Okay, Um, financials were exactly even. Okay, that's kind of a weird thing to have on the list because it was pretty close cut. could be on the bad list. If I don't start working this week or next, I'm going to be in trouble. But usually things like this work out for me. Hopefully they will again. All right, my outreach to the universe this year is the reason that this year ultimately can't be considered the worst year of my life. Because I've never had better outreach with intent to drive the real me into a universe filled with the possibility of rewarding it than this year. Now, that outreach was even supposed to be more significant, which is part of what phase two will be. But how far I took myself personally this year? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I can't be more proud of the open mic night performances and the pursuit of comedy that I put my full effort into and the traction I made in an industry that ultimately was something I had envisioned instead of um, envisioned as uh, a romantic version of something that doesn't exist instead of the capitalist uh, shark Infested waters. That of course it is. Now that doesn't spoil the uh, that doesn't spoil the comedic uh, flavor of life that I think I still put first and foremost as what I value about being alive. But it does put a spin on where I stand against it as solving the crisis of the soul of America and the world, but certainly America. So, that's why we're going to save a lot of that shit for the discussion about stand-up comedy and open mic nights. But, until then, that's your preview. Okay, um... Wishes? No, that can't... Oh, the Welsh Clan. Okay, I got really, um, at the end of the year, actually, meaning November and December, I got um, a lot more uh, hmm, connected to my uncle, who I've always wanted to feel a reason to be more—I don't know—invasive, uh, <laughs> more uh, just direct with, and uh, and forward with, and and in in contact with. He seems like he has a lot of the same um, uh, composition in his makeup that I do. But he, he's, he's had a really uh, challenging life of both family and career. So we're just very different. I just think we manifested life's outcomes in ways that either one of us could have been the other one pretty easily. When I think of myself as having just said okay, this is what I'm going to accept, and I'm going to make the best of it. I could have been him. But I didn't say that, so I'm not. But having grown closer to both he and his wife has meant something to me and made this year's list of, hell yeah. As did all of the same sentiment toward my mom, my dad, my brother-in-law, and my sister. And while not every step with all of them was forward, there's no backward movement here at all. They're starting to see that there's nothing about me that's going to be different five years from now, or was different last year, or is different tomorrow. Like, this is me. I'm sorry that it took me this long to actually emerge as my vulture self, but don't expect a whole lot of fucking variation from here forward. Just expect me to be figuring out how this should all work. All right, on the good list is drugs because I kept my drug use pretty fucking maintained. Like, I never went off the, the rails with anything except maybe mushrooms at the beginning of the year, but they brought me the best, the best cosmic wandering hallucinatory uh, experience of my life. Like, to, to this day, I'm still moved by it. And that was. Almost a year ago. And no drug experience has ever been there for me. Even the very first time I tripped with my best friend from childhood. Which was the very first time I ever tripped. While that is extremely meaningful in terms of the drug experiences in my life, last January was more so. And still is providing me momentum. So, yeah, drugs made the list. As they will probably this year. Because drugs and me get along. Probably not you, though. Probably not you. But if you do, good for you. Okay, last one on here is... Well, no, because I said I had to get back to the birds. Okay. Soul. Soul something. Soul. Uh, oh. Yeah, soul. Okay, so my life plan came together, just like it said it would, not like I thought it would, but like it said it would, so my soul merger feels complete, which is why I have no idea what's next, except the diamond light. What that means? Well, I don't know, it's going to be pretty much the rest of nonsensical. so if you really want to know... Then in two years, go. Oh yeah, I was gonna listen to that guy. Yeah, uh, I don't want to download that shit now, right? But what the diamond light is, I have no idea. But I do feel good about the fact that there were so many bird signs from twenty last year, um, <clears throat> because I really think bird omens means something more than any other omen. So. When I find robin feathers, or I get escorted home by ravens, or I get fly-by moments with sunrise birds, it's just something I never think less than the universe is connecting with me. Right now, it wants me to notice this moment, and that something in it matters enough to get my attention, to say, don't miss out. We're here to remind you that it all matters, and this moment matters as much as all of them. So, to have all but one of those happen in ways that really move the year forward And then the one that happens in a way that left me flummoxed, well, as I said earlier, ends up teaching me a lesson in life that I think may be one of the richest lessons I've learned. So, all in all, well, I will say last year, the birds read me well. I don't know if everything else in the universe got me well, but the birds, they got me figured out.